I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. What's up, Cuse Nation? This is Sean, along with TJ, for the first episode of the Cuse Nation podcast, Everything Syracuse Hoops. Uh, we will be doing a once-a-week podcast to give you the breakdowns of games previous, looking forward to other games and recaps. Um, we're coming off a pretty horrendous loss, in my opinion, against the Gamecocks. I think it was quite a... Pitiful game. Uh, we lacked a, little, lacked a little bit of energy. What do you think, TJ? On the energy yeah. end, we just got outplayed by the Gamecocks. Uh, oh, absolutely. They they controlled the pace the entire game and um, just way more energy. And, I mean, you know, if you're, if you're um, Roberson and you're only scoring, um, what was it, one point? <laughs> yeah. He got one, one free throw. Right. Yeah, zero for three field goals. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we're not going to win games like that. And the same thing with Dewan Coleman. I mean, he had. Um, let's see, what did he have? Four here? points. Four points. There you go. And yeah. how many rebounds did he's, he have? He's soft. He is soft, I and mean, he spent two years sitting on the bench. Yeah. So, um, what did he get for rebound wise? Day one in, in the last game. He had, he had four rebounds. See, that's not getting it done, man. No. That's not going to get it done. And, you know, he's a fifth-year senior. This guy reminds me, and I love I love Trevor Cooney, but he reminds me of Trevor Cooney in the sense that we have to all come to admit that Cooney reached a peak, and then that was it for Cooney. Yeah, he plateaued. He plateaued, and that, he was, that was it. You know, he had a couple good runs. You know, he was supposed to be the next coming of Jerry McNamara. That uh, obviously did not come to fruition. Not even close. No. Um, so just looking at the last game, um, now we had eight points in the paint. Eight. <laughs> eight out of 50. And I'm just going to note that we scored 50 points um, against the Gamecocks. And the same day, our football team scored 64. <laughs> <laughs> we got outscored by the football team. We did. We did. And who scores, just a quick side note on the football team, who scores 64 points and still loses? 
<laughs> I mean, come on, let's 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 bulk up the 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 football program a little bit, man. This thing is killing me. So, yeah. um, we had eight points in the paint uh, compared to the Gamecocks thirty in the paint, and Jim Beheim, fresh off his press conference, uh, fresh in the press conference, he had said um, that. Uh, defense wasn't an issue. Well, I disagree because <laughs> <laughs> because they did score sixty four points and thirty of them in the paint. And part of that's due to the center play. The big guys, they, I mean, they're gonna have to step up. They look great um, against um, you know. Obviously, I mean, the, what was Monmouth. South Car- <laughs> No, the South Carolina Bulldogs. Right? They played right. Oh before. yeah, yep. And um, you know, one hundred one to fifty nine. Um, 18 fast, fast break points, you know, 34 bench points. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Um, only six points off of turnovers, but, um, you know, it looked good. So yeah, Robertson had what, how many points did he have in that game? Oh, 13, 13. You know what? We had 42 bench points. Wow. In that game. I'm sorry. Um, and 12 points off of turnovers. And we had 38 points in the paint as compared to um, the, the 22 of the Bulldogs. So, um, you know, we can do it. They have to score. The, the, the bucket's got to drop. Obviously, you know, that's how you score in basketball. The ball goes through the rim and it causes <laughs> oh, points. That's the point. <laughs> it causes Dang. points. They accumulate over time. I think there's, <laughs> there's a break in the middle somewhere. Uh, you go have some water. You come back and you try it again, <laughs> and then whoever has the most at the end wins. But they got to go in the basket. Oh, so now I get it. Now he gets it. So what say you about about uh, what we need to do against a good Wisconsin team? I'll note we dropped to twenty second in uh, in um, the standings in the in the um the polls. Yeah, whatever the coaches pull from eighteenth, from eighteenth to twenty second, and um, Wisconsin's a good team. They're at seventeenth, um, seventeenth, and also um, our. I didn't know this. TJ sent me this today. Uh, we are, if anyone cares, <laughs> we are ranked two hundred and ninety sixth in free throw percentage. Uh, that's... Is, Sha- is Shaquille O'Neal our free throw coach? <laughs> is he the one shooting them? I mean, come Maybe. on. What the hell? They're free throws. We're ranked 296. So um, what do we got to do? Let's let's start by correcting uh, the things that we screwed up with. As far as the energy, got to have way more energy out of the gate, man. We got, we're nine, you know, we got a deep bench. What would we say? Nine? Starting five yeah. plus four? Um, yeah, I think so. So, um, you know, we should be energetic all the time, and that should show. So, I mean. Yeah, we had four come off the bench against South Carolina. Okay. So so we're not we're not as deep as most teams, but it's pretty deep for a Syracuse team. Yeah, it is pretty deep for a Syracuse team, considering the past couple of years we've been like seven. I mean, <laughs> yeah. last, last year was really bad. We made the final four. I mean. You know, um, it's really early in the year to get real, like, down on anything. But as Syracuse fans, we really are used to 
um, you know, an 18 and 0 to start or a, or a 20, yeah. a 20 and 0 to start. Or, you know, we kind of spoil L- the lots of taco sets. times, lots of tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, th- that we're a little spoiled there in that sense. So, um, you know, we can move on from from this South Carolina game. Not 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 the best team, South Carolina. Are, no, you not. know, that's that the Gamecocks. That's that's why. You know, that's why that was a little frustrating. You know, unranked team. We came out really strong early um, in our other games. And there's just, you know, you know, a, a butt whooping only scoring 50 points, getting beat by 14. Yeah. Um, so now we are, we are recording right now. Currently, um, the game, I guess, against Wisconsin is going to be coming up. So we're going to take a look at that right now. Um, and then what we're going to do is, um, give you that breakdown, tell you what we think. And then we're going to cut away. We're going to watch the game and then we're going to come back and it's all going to be in one podcast. So, um, Let's look ahead and um, let's take a look at, first of all, they need to come out with more energy, right? What, yep. what else? What else do we got to do, TJ? Uh, let's stop the paint scoring. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we need. It seems, it seems to be the weakness in our zone right now. Yeah. Well, let me tell you about the zone. It's messy. It's not, it doesn't even look like a zone sometimes. It's yeah. a little. Um, it's a little frustrating. No one, it's like no one's, I mean, just from my perspective, it doesn't look like people are rotating right and they're not really staying where they should be. They're going way in or they're coming out a little too far for me. And yeah, they're they, either committing too much or not at all. Yeah, yeah. And you got to have that happy medium. And, and, and a lot of times, especially during the Gamecocks game that we lost, um, they were bringing, bringing our, the, our five guys out. They were like yeah. almost up to the foul line, and then you sneak behind, pass, boom. And yeah, the baseline's wide open. Yeah, and that's how you get crushed. So, um, looking ahead, um, we mentioned that we got to start hitting our foul shots. There's just no way to go anywhere in the season, especially during the ACC tournament or the NCAA tournament, with a rank of 296 from the line. And that can't happen. Now, one of the strong things that we have so far this season is our uh, beyond the arc percentage. Um, we're sixth, and we're nailing them. And I have yeah. I have full confidence behind the line. I really do. It's not like you know when Cooney used to sh- chuck him up there, you know, <laughs> yeah. for the past five years. <laughs> is he gonna make? I don't, it? I don't remember. Make- I don't remember a Syracuse team having this many um, deep threat players all on the court at one time. I mean. No, no, and that's why you get a little disappointed when you have a loss like we just did. Because it, should, yeah. I, I just don't think it should happen. And um, by the way, we will be counting down Jim Beheim's um, one thousandth win. That's happening, okay? <laughs> because the NCAA is not, um, you know, <laughs> the NCAA. The NCAA. <laughs> I'll give them the last A. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll give you one yeah. guess what the last A is for. Um, <laughs> 
they're into this revision, revisionist history thing where they think they're just going to take wins away from people. Like the, you can't, I'm sorry. That's, you can't revise history. It happened. The dude's got the wins. We need 11 more. We're going to celebrate it here. Many other people are going to celebrate it. So it'll be a big, you know, double, double fingers up to the NCAA. Um, yeah. uh, where was I? Oh, beyond the arc. We need to improve the fall shots. Keep hitting them behind beyond the arc. Come out with some energy. Um, our total rebounds looks good. Um, yeah. Now, um, our points scored is a little low. Is even though we did we did had some couple good scoring games, but you know we're like two hundred and fifty eighth. So, and I know it's early. So those, yeah. those well, that sticks. fifty that fifty kind of lowers our average quite a bit. Yeah. No. Definitely. Definitely. So, wh- what do you see? Um. Besides uh, the paint scoring. Um, well, our assist to turnover ratio is pretty high right now too, but, um, if they keep up what they did last week, it's going to, it's going to fall and hard. Yeah. And so. you know, Daywan Coleman's got to get involved. That dude's, you know, got, maybe he needs, needs, you know, I don't know. Maybe he needs like some fireball or something before he goes <laughs> out there, get him a little freaking riled up. I don't know, yeah. but you know, you know he's old enough. He's like an eighth-year senior, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's like 26. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess uh, we'll we'll cut back in after the game. We'll turn two hours into about um, a half a second. All right. Well, we're back. I got good news. And I got bad news. The good news is it's still early in the season. The bad <laughs> news is they don't look very good at all. No. The past two games, the only two games they got challenged on, they fell apart. Um, so, well, let's take a look at it like this. So, coming in, coming into this game, um, Wisconsin was ranked... Um, 271st in three point percentage. Um, so as a team, obviously. So, uh, today they were 47 or 40 call 48. So they shot 48% tonight and we shot 26%. Um, we, (laughs) we went, uh, six for 23 and, um, you know, no one really stuck out too. So I mean, the thing is, even in a, even in a loss, you usually have someone carry you. And in our our guy is supposed to be Leiden. Um, White had fourteen. He had that was the higher, highest score. And Tyler Leiden only had nine points. We're not <laughs> Roberson yeah. had zero points, man. So he had one point in the last two games. <laughs> he had one point in the last two games. But see, the thing is that they. They go into the desperation three so early in the second half to try to come back, and they're just throwing them up there. And they got within, in the first half, they got within six, and then um, they just, the, the, the zone on defense is playing up too far. It's like you need a safety back there. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. there's, 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 the two wingmen are up too far, and then your centers just back there, 
you know, trying to guard, like you said, uh, as we watched the game together, just trying to guard two people. Yeah. So, and, and they're just running the baseline and getting that, when, when they get that pass, that's it. Yeah. You know, and not to mention, you know, I mean, I know, I mean, the whistles, bloop, bloop, bloop. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> just let them play. It's like, geez, man, come on. It's freaking basketball. You know, don't, you know, it's always, it's always something too. Every year with the NCAA officiating and it goes both ways. I'm not saying that Syracuse is, you know, unfavored um, in calls, but unless you're playing Duke at home, in which case, you know, Duke gets all the calls because squeaky wheel gets the grease and coach K is a squeaky wheel. (laughs) So... Uh, so some, and, some good stats from that game, though. Our free throws were at 92%. Hey, I said we had to bring them up, and we brought them up. <laughs> the, only, the only problem is everything else went down. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, what else What else did we have? We were 21 for 55 field goal percentage. Mm. So, and Wisconsin was 29 of 59. So we almost had as many shots. They just, they were hitting their shots, man. Uh, 38% to uh, our 38% to their 49%. And, and, you know, with the three point percentage, you know, we're at 26, they're at 47. So, um, and then the free throws, we only missed, we only missed one, which was good. And they had more opportunities. They went 50%. They went eight for 16. So um, here's a big one. And this is, this is one that's going to kill us um, all year. In my opinion, they need to brush up on the offensive rebounding. It's one and done. We got seven offensive rebounds. And, um, you know, they got 26 defensive rebounds. Okay. So, you know, think about that. Now, I know, I know that's apples and oranges in a sense, but I'm just saying um, they had. 14 offensive rebounds. So they had twice as many as us. As you notice, they got. When they went down court, they were almost scoring every time they went down the court. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we just didn't have it. We, we were the one and done. They were shooting, like you said, they were shooting way too early in the second half from beyond the arc trying to catch up. And there was no desperation. Like, there was no, I, no, there was desperation, but there was no sense of, um, it was almost like they just gave up. And, you know, like when you're playing PlayStation or something and you're just hitting the threes. Yeah, you know, yeah. you just this, want the clock to run. Yeah, this isn't PlayStation, guys. Come on. You know? Another surprising fact is the uh, the assist. We had nine assists. They had twenty one. To the twenty one, they were pa- they passed great. They were passing yeah. the ball really good. You know, and I went into this game. I honestly did go into this game thinking that we could beat them in a close one, mm-hmm. and we kind of got smothered. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. We, did we ever lead the game? I mean, was 0-0 huh. was our best shot. Yeah. <laughs> so, 10 zero, turnovers. Zero, half time 10 turnovers. They're, now, you have a fast break opportunity, and the ball is thrown so far ahead of... Um, who was it? Who was the ball thrown ahead of there? Do you remember? Um, no. Was it Leiden? I don't know. Um, no, it was Battle. White. Oh, Battle. Um. He couldn't get to the ball in time. Ended up ended up trying to grab it close to the baseline and end up taking him out of bounds. So yeah. you know, and that's just like that's two points gone. You know, and anything like that can turn a game. You get a fast break, and you start getting some momentum. It's like lazy play. You know, turnover. 
you know, one and done. So they had this lazy play, man. They got to come out with more energy. It's not getting it done. It's like the no. chemistry's not there yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is not surprising. It's I mean, not surprising. There's a, there's a lot of new players. And, I mean, you know, our center play's got to get better. Uh, Frank Howard, you mentioned during the game, Frank Howard's really stepping it up. I'm, uh, I'm, I was impressed with him last year. And yeah, he yeah he really improved last year. And I mean, he had um, he only had seven points. It was a, I mean, it was a quiet seven. But yeah, um, you know, White, he, you know, he did he did he he's the player of the game. If you were to pick one from our team. You know, he, yeah, had, if you could. <laughs> he had four defensive rebounds. Um, um, let me see. Where am I at? Four defensive rebounds, one offensive rebound. Um, he had two steals, a block. He did have two turnovers, though. So, you know, um, it, it, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, it's going to it's gonna drop us out. We're not going to be ranked anymore. We're, we're, next week, we're going to be dropped out. Because our next game is against North Florida. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> beating them, as we should, is not going to be some major feat. You know, it's, no. it's not going to be some big, some big, huge deal. So um, what else did you see from this game that, you know, you, th- th- let's, let's pick something you liked. What did you like in this game? Uh, when it was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll tell you what. It's gonna be a rough season if we don't if we don't pick up on the offensive boards. Yeah. Um. Uh. This. 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 This has been a. This is not a new problem either no, with Jim like Beheim teens. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what is a new problem though is the way they're playing the zone. And I don't like it one bit. <laughs> no. And I don't. Maybe it's just me, but it just seems to me. That it, they're getting scored, their defense is breaking down way too quick, man. And I think yeah. they'll fix it. I I do. I have faith in the coaching staff, in the team, and the players. I really do. I think they'll fix it. I think it's going to get better. Obviously, they did that last year, and they did a great job of it last year. So, um, looking ahead, I mean, this should be as North Florida is ranked eighth in points scored, but I guess we'd have to look at their opponents. Probably a bunch of nobodies. Um, uh, let's see. Points per game, they're ranked 144th, So, but they're r- ranked 8th in, in points scored. So they crushed. Basically what they did is they probably crushed someone. Our, yeah, our, they our won 109-73 to 73 against a team. Their record, they are actually a pretty high-scoring ga- uh, team. The lowest amount of points they've scored was 75 points. Okay, well, I'm going to say something right now. I say we hold them to no more than 70. I hope we can hold that's them to being, less than that. That's because... being very generous. <laughs> <laughs> that's where my faith meter's at right now. I was like, before the South Carolina game, I was like, yo, this is good, man. We're starting to play some teams. You know, let's see what these boys got. And then I was like, Oh no, <laughs> no! And then, where's Lemoyne at? <laughs> where's Lemoyne when you need him? <laughs> yeah, really. And then you know, hey, your your first big game of the year really was the Gamecocks. I mean, whatever. You know, they're not even ranked, but they played good. 
and they yeah. they'd been playing good. So it wasn't like a big surprise. I was a little disappointed, but it wasn't a big surprise. But Wisconsin, especially because they played Brooklyn, which is like basically yeah, Syracuse. that's home court, man. I know that's 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 it. That's home field advantage. Yeah. I mean, you take advantage of that every time you're in New York City. Um, you got to take take advantage of your your fans being there. Obviously, good point. Um, so what was I saying? Oh, oh, you know. You get excited. That's what Syracuse fans do. We get so excited, and we get here to start, and then it starts, and we're 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 playing a bunch of scrub teams because that's how Jim Beheim loves it in the beginning of the season, and we're killing them. And then you know, usually we have a couple tough games where we actually you know look pretty good, at least look pretty good, pull a couple of those off, you know, and then obviously conference play starts, but. This is a little deflating, I got to say. As a Syracuse yeah. fan, as a big Syracuse fan, this is a little deflating, but it's early. Like I said, that good news is it's early. The bad news is uh, we don't look so good. So <laughs> um, now these stats for us are going to change, and I went over them with um, Wisconsin as far as the three-point percentage and stuff. We're going to get knocked down on that, um, and we will um, obviously be back and we'll go over all we'll go over that game too um eventually in the next episode but um you know where they beat us uh, as far as ranked in stats is absolutely nowhere so i don't think there's too much to say about north florida other than um i hope we smoke them and put on a show it'd be a good it's like a scrimmage Okay, and I hate to get cocky about it. Yeah, but be a good moral booster. Yeah. <laughs> before we go and play a, a UConn team, who's is, our Big East rivals. So. Right, yeah, so let's let's take a look at that, TJ. What do we got? What do we got coming up on what days? Do you have that in front of you? Yeah. So on the third, obviously we have Florida, North Florida, and then the fifth we've got UConn, which is a what. Saturday. Wait. No, Saturday's the, the third's a Saturday. Oh, so it's mon- Monday. Okay. At seven p.m. on ESPN two. All right. Well, that uh, might that that what times that game start? Seven. Okay. Well, that might be our next episode. Keep going. What's the uh, game after that? Um, Boston University, okay. which is on the tenth, and then we got Georgetown on the seventeenth. Okay. Yeah, you know, um, that's going to be a big deal just for us as Q's fans. The UConn game, those are heart games. Those are games that, I mean, you lose against Wisconsin, it sucks. But you lose against UConn, that's like a kick in the oranges. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You you lose against Georgetown, that's like two kicks in the orange. And then, you know, maybe hit with a two-by-four. I mean, you know... No one likes losing to these old Big East teams. And I still love, personally, I still love the Big East rivalry. I'm really gl- I'm really happy that we get to play um, Big East teams early in the season. Um, yeah. I guess they're not... We get to play St. John's, too. Uh, St. John's is actually... Uh, I watched a couple St. John's games. Um, they actually don't look that bad. I watched them lose one. I watched them win one. So, um, yeah. You know, those games are always going to be close. So, 
I don't know, man. What's um, what's Georgetown looking like? What's their record right now? Uh, right now the record's three and four. Oh, okay. They're not ranked. UConn's ranked, though, aren't they? Uh, no, I don't think they are. No, they're not. Okay. All right. Well, um, those should be good. So I guess what we'll what we'll do is we'll um, stand by on Saturday. We'll soak that game in. Hopefully that's a win. Well, hopefully the the uh, UConn game's a win as well. Um, but I'm thinking we'll be back on Monday with a UConn wrap up, and we'll look back at North Florida. Um, so they got you know they got a good break right now to gather their crap and get it squared away and practice the zone a little bit more because it's obvious that some of these guys, these new guys especially. They're not real sure where they need to be on defense because yeah. they're leaving huge gaps, huge gaps. Yeah. So they'll clean it up. Yeah, they'll clean it up. I have total confidence in that. But it's a little defeating that you know it's our first episode of Q's Nation here, and uh, <laughs> we got to suck it up with a big old fag, you know, L. Yeah, and in other news, uh, Jim Beheim's. Quest to 1,000 is at is still at 11. Yeah, so we're at 11. Break. So uh, I'm just going to call it um, – I'm going to call it at 9. The next time we come back – well, we'll probably do a UConn pregame. So it will be at 10. And then it's going to be at 10 when we start, and it will be at 9 when we finish the podcast next week. <laughs> what do you think? I like it. I like it too. I like it. I like it too. Let's go with and it. I think they can do it. Um, so, all right, we'll go from there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Cuse Nation podcast. I'm Sean alongside TJ. You can go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Cuse Nation podcast. Give us a like there and um, subscribe. Right now we're only on iTunes. We're working on other formats and uh, we're going to get that done as soon as possible. Probably have that done, actually, by the time we come back on for episode two. So I appreciate the listening. Spread it around Syracuse. It's Sean and TJ uh, here with the Cuse Nation podcast, and we will see you next Monday. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. JJ has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, 
There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. 